When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I mean, is this just Friday? Okay, it's effort Fridays. I, 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 it, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever's been on your heart and you've been needing to get off your chest, we don't want you to carry this into the weekend no. or it. carry it on to next week. So just effort. Yeah, Two tears in a bucket, uck it. Yep. Tell us about it. 800-919-3776. I mean, we were all complaining about the trains yesterday. Did you see my little back and forth with the LIRR? Because, I mean, it was bad yesterday. And it was like you could tell it was building up frustration over the week because they changed the schedules. They have this new Grand Central Terminal. And while the terminal, they they really celebrate it. It looks beautiful and all the – I haven't been there, but it looks beautiful with pictures and everything. And it's like – But all of us now refugees at Penn Station (laughs) that are like, yo, where's my damn train? Oh, we took those away. They're now going to Grand Central. Why don't you go there? Because I don't want to go there. I'm over here, right? So the platforms are packed. People are getting off at Jamaica like, what am I doing here? What are you doing? I don't know why I'm here. Usually I just go straight home. Now I got to get off here. So it just was madness, right? So I just, along with a lot of other people, I I tweeted at the LIRR about it. And I just, well, because, you know, like sometimes you just want answers. Yeah. We want answers. Yeah. You, you want know? the truth? I can't. You can, none of us can handle the truth. <laughs> the but, truth is, it ain't nothing you can do about it. Just it like they raised the toes, you got to take it. You got to take it straight. No chaser. It is. It, it it does feel helpless, right? So I just said this. I just said, hey, LIRR, what? Why is my commute now unnecessarily complicated? Why are there less trains? Why are there shorter trains causing crowded cars? Penn Station suddenly seems like a stepchild. And I said this. You might like this. You're managing this like Mike McCarthy handles a two-minute drill. Let's reassess, please. <laughs> right? And I thought maybe just make it a little funny, but just you know, let them know I'm a little pissed off, right? Yeah. So they responded. They did? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> they did. That just tell you they ain't, they ain't doing no, no work for well, the Well, I mean, the social media person is not driving a train, right? They're handling the social media. But the response was this is great. Hey, Alan, we hear you. We're closely watching ridership and customer feedback with our new schedule. We have a few changes in the works that will hopefully improve things and have us performing like this wow. season's New York Knicks. How do you like that? That is great. They got a suggestion box. But the fact that they, like, referenced the Knicks with me is like, I'm like, all right, you got me. So they Are knew. You? They knew. They're like, we know you, Alan. Well, I mean, I got I to gotta get things done for my people, right? I mean, my Long Island people that are out here sending pictures, they don't get responses, but I got to go with a little Mike McCarthy reference and I let them know, hey, hey. You don't want to be like like that Dallas, you know what I'm saying? That's that's sacrilegious here, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You can't be acting like you put that in there. That that hurt their feelings deep. So so we get the response. So now we'll see by next week if things change. So, you know, like, so again, we're all venting yesterday. Today's a good day to vent, Bart, right? Today's a good day. It's an effort Friday for us. And I think it's a good day for people to vent. And that's what we're going to do today. He's going to vent. And I'm going to ask a question that we won't get to right now. But I'm going to ask a question is, is when is it too early in spring training to get excited about a prospect? Oh, this is equivalent to like preseason, the guy that get like three sacks with the owner backups. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> wait, wait, remember Strebler? 
Is it, is yeah, remember? yeah, strapless. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, we gotta start this guy. He's unbelievable. Like, like that. But we, I think, I think, start, I think Anthony start, Volpe start, is a little bit better than Strapless. We, we start, we start him going to see. He's like, yeah, not so much. <laughs> yeah, right. Once the minute, the minute he puts him in there, the crowd. I was at that game when they put him in that Thursday night game against Jacksonville. He comes in, we're like, yeah, and then like three yeah. players hit, we're like, nah, never mind. It was like it was it was like Bobby Boucher getting on like why is his shoulder pad so big? Because I'm running more than I'm throwing. But anyways, um, but you and I talked about this yesterday. We've kind of been on opposite sides of this whole story. Mm-hmm. But the guessing game about Daniel Jones is starting to maybe get some answers. Yeah, and there's some clarity now in what it we believe he's going to be looking for. So remember, he used to be a CAA guy, but he switched now. He's uh, he's with Athletes First. And you only switch for what reason? Why do you switch agents? Well, because you don't like what CAA is probably doing for you, and you want somebody to get you more money. Right. Yeah. You you want somebody that's going to a it's Athletes the thing. First. They got put me they, first and yeah. get me the most I can get. Because here's the deal: you had to be happy with them because guess what they did for you? They got you picked six overall. Good point. At a Duke. So right. So it's not like like Daniel Jones has made more money than he expected to make. He didn't expect to get drafted six. Mm. So it's nothing that they could have done opposed to saying, "Hey, Daniel, maybe you should probably you know take this. This is a good deal. This is New York. You can win." No, I want the money. It well, had to be something like that. You're fired because that's the only reason you fired him. Why you're would not you be, ha- or you're not happy you be, with the prioritization of your free agency? Maybe you just didn't feel like they were putting me. Man, first. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop it. Let, let me tell you something about quarterbacks in the whole mm-hmm. free agent market. Mm-hmm. Any agent knows that I don't care if you got the best defensive end, best defensive tackle. If yep. you got an average quarterback, you're gonna get more commission off of an uh, average quarterback than you are gonna get off of a great uh, position player in any other position. Because just what? $30 million a year is a discount for a quarterback. That's record-breaking for any other position. So I don't think it's not about him getting – I think they were maybe telling him a little bit of the truth and saying, hey, Daniel, maybe – and I'm, this is speculation, but this is just is. me looking but from the outside. But you've been in these conversations. You've been in these conversations. Because there's no reason to fire him unless, you, unless your people are telling you, your dad, your circle outside of your agent is saying, hey, man, you probably should take this, right? Because guess what? You're in New York. And, like, you can be a star. You got the coach that you need and tell them all the things that are logical. And he's like, no, I think I deserve to get this. And you, and you, and, and mm. I'm sure CAA is like, yo, dude, you threw 15 touchdown passes. Mm. I'm sure that's what they're saying. And I don't know, saying, I don't and, know and, and, what and, it was about. They're but, probably but, saying don't overplay your hand, Daniel Jones. Yeah, I, I'm, I, actually, I actually think we can find out <laughs> – CA is not too far away from me. I mean, I think we could reach out and figure out what the hell happened there. But so, how about this? So, so pro football talk a little bit ago was the one that brought brought up the idea that, that Daniel Jones would be looking for as much as forty five million per year <laughs> or more. All right, now 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 what we know. Remember, you and I were kicking that around, and I was saying that's too damn high. Pat Leonard of the Daily News is now saying that he's hearing. Mm-hmm. That they're asking, this is the new agent now that they have athletes first, are asking for more than $45 million per year <laughs> on a long-term deal. Oh, they might want five or six. Long-term so, means five or six. So think about that. So that the, the, outline, the, the outline of that would then suggest, is it possible that they just go non-exclusive franchise tag? Now you got till till, till Tuesday to get that done. You know and that I would do? be a one year, thirty two million dollars, which what? obviously isn't going to hit the number he's looking for. But I think that's a little, Listen, little more in reality. If you want to get greedy, 
you put the non-exclusive tag in and hope some dummy comes and gives you two first-round draft picks for him, right. and now you end up with three first-round draft picks, and guess what you can do? Hey, Derek Carr. Um, yeah. Oh, Come we'll on get over. to Derek Carr in a moment. No, no, but, but, but what I'm saying is it's a way to ma- – listen, I've seen Ozzie Newsom masterclass. I've seen Harry Roseman masterclass. We're going to see what Shane is all about. Because if you say, hey, Daniel Jones has lost his damn mind, and you're talking to Dayball, you understand that Jimmy G is the same comp. You understand that uh, Derek Carr is the same comp, right? So you have options. If some dumb team wants to give you two first-round draft picks so they, so they can pay Daniel Jones, then that allows you to have three first-round draft picks. Listen to what I'm saying to you. Three first-round draft picks and – a quarterback that's going to take us what, – what, what was the report? What did we report yesterday about what we thought Derek Carr contract was going to be? What did we say? Uh, what did you say? We said, we, we, said, we said in the 30s. No. We oh, said, no, no. The Jets were going to offer in the yes. 30s. Yeah. So if the Jets are going to offer him 30, just imagine if the Giants offer him 30 and they get two first-round draft picks to have three first-round draft picks. Doesn't that sound ridiculous? Doesn't that sound like you played the system the right way? That would be amazing. That would be that would be hitting for the cycle for Joe Shane, right? Last year was about Dayball proving what he can do. Last year, Joe Shane couldn't do a lot because they were strapped with salary cap. They had to lose Bradbury, and they had to cut Blake Martinez and all that stuff because of the bad contracts of Dave Gettleman. But that would be a master class. If you can flip Daniel Jones into two first-round draft picks and end up with Jimmy G or, da- or, or David Carr, that's how you do it. That's how you master because guess what? That gives you three players to go out and get uh, somebody to replace Leonard Williams. Because now I can cut Leonard Williams. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I can take three and take two, move up, and get Carter, who might fall a little bit or something like that. See, that's what you have to consider. What players have to understand is it's always a price. You know how Ted DiBiase, the million-dollar man, you just say everybody's got a price? Mm-hmm. Every GM has a price where they say, you know what, this is too juicy. to walk. I can walk away from this player now. Well, especially, and I think Daniel Jones is teetering with that. Especially when, you know, as you've said a lot about the Giants, even during last season, which was such a revelation of a season for them, as you kept saying, you better enjoy this because there's a lot of cap issues that are ahead for this team, and it includes Daniel Jones and the quarterback situation, and that it could strap you from improving on this season. And a contract like that, when you have all the needs that they have, could certainly do that. But, I mean, it doesn't sound like they are at any type of impasse, at least as yet. If you listen to Dan Graziano, okay. he was on KJM this morning, and he, he said this. And they have met with the, the agent many times here. They're in real discussions that are, I think, making progress. So, I think the sense I was getting yesterday was that there was some optimism. You know, the work to be done, but some optimism that maybe uh, if it continues this way, that the deal could be done by Tuesday. Deal done by Tuesday. Remember, Tuesday is when the franchise tags begin. Right. And he would be somebody that would be on that uh, – that could be uh, somebody that that's they when it ends. I thought – is that when it ends? I thought that when it uh, ends. That, is that, March is that 7th not, is when that, it ends, right? Because they've already placed the, the, the franchise tag on – No, no, the deadline, right? Isn't that the deadline? Yeah, it's the deadline. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's well, what I'm okay. saying. That, like, you got to know by then, right? That's when you decide to do it. And that may mean that may mean the mass exodus for Saquon Barkley if they have to use that tag, right? Because remember, well, that's, that's you know that's, it's funny you say that because that's literally what Ian Rappaport was talking about on NFL Network in regards to 
if one happens, then the result, obviously, for Saquon is pretty obvious. You know, they're not there yet. It's a tough negotiation. It's really a difficult thing to figure out what is the price of Daniel Jones. Obviously successful, led a team to the playoffs. Stats aren't there, but also didn't have any weapons besides Saquon Barkley, who, if they get a deal done, Barkley will get tagged. So it, get, figuring out his price is has been difficult, but they're working at it. Several hours a day over the last couple of days, back at it again today. He has a new agency in, in Athletes First. The, the Giants have been working with them, not around the clock, but I would say a significant amount of hours the last couple of days just to try to see can they get this done before the tag deadline. Again, not there yet, but maybe a little more optimism for the Giants than, say, for the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. So if they do that, then Saquon Barkley gets tagged, which is the easier thing to do. Yeah, but listen, we're assuming – listen, this is what people don't realize – I don't care if you're the nicest guy in the world. When it comes to money and contracts, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Listen, you find out people true colors. You're like, man, I can't believe he's acting like this. And all he's going to do is put on his agent. He's going to say, the agent's going to say, let me do my job, right? The agent's going to say, let me do my job. And, and most players, especially if you just hired a guy, is going to let you sit back, right? And he's going to let you go to work. So, no, so they're going to be the bad guy. And, you know, the, the GM's going to try and call you because I've had it. GM call you like, come on, Bart, what's going on? You know, like, and you get a person like, nah, man, this is this is business. What's weird is, too, like, like the different thing here is, of course, Joe Shane only knows Daniel Jones for a year. And he don't care about him like for that. For like a season. It's but not like thing. Dave Gettleman, hey, I drafted you, I've been around you. You know, this is a lot different when See, there they, isn't that more of a personal relationship that you could do something like that with and let's I, get on the same page. The only thing that you could work there is, of course, if – you know, John Mara, Steve Tisch got involved. How about I saved you? We well, saved that's you. Dayball. And like, what it is? And do you have like, have you spoken to Saquon? Because we're going to lose Saquon if you can't do this. How about we make it where you know, in a couple of years, we'll we'll pay you. Let's do a Dak Prescott short term deal where your cap number is so high, and after the third year, that you know, we have to give you a new deal, or we can't afford you anymore. Is, but, let me ask you, Bart. Daniel Jones got, you know, listen, he got the King Kongs. You've always, yeah, you've always been a fan, right? You've always been a guy that believed in Daniel Jones, even during the worst of times for him. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you've always said, no, this guy's got something. Like, you always said that. You as a defensive player, you see that stuff in quarterbacks. Yep. But I'm going to ask you directly, and I'll ask everybody else, 800-919-3776 for the Giants fans that are listening. Is he worth it? Now, now, now don't tell me about the market. Don't tell me about – you know the next price up, the next man up. Don't. I'm not saying that. As a player, what you've seen from him at this point of his career is he worth it to the Giants to bite the bullet and give him? It, it, again, the rumors are 45. It's over 45 mm-hmm. a year. Out of what is it? A 200 and what? 220 million dollar cap? What is that? 224. 224. Right? Is Daniel Jones? Worth that to the Giants where the Giants are right now? I think he is. Simply because the options are Jimmy G, right? Let's say, okay, well, people say you can just plug in Jimmy G. Or you say, hey, you can just plug in um, you can just plug in Derek Carr. The difference between Daniel Jones is he's the modern-day quarterback. He, he can give you something that those other quarterbacks can't get you. Like, he's a great pocket pass. He's accurate down the field. He's only 25 years old. So you want to say that his prime should be another 10 years, right? And you're trying to tell Daniel Jones that, hey, man, you're going to get another contract. You're like, this just a, this your middle contract. But Daniel Jones is saying, hey, man, listen, 
I gave you I was I was a big part of this running game. I wasn't just a quarterback, right? I was able to give you you know rushing yards, right? Daniel Jones, you know what? Rush for he rushed for like uh six hundred yards, I believe. I got to figure out. Oh yeah, he he rushed for almost damn near seven hundred yards. No, yeah. He just so he rushed for seven hundred yards. Yeah. So he's telling you, I listen when things break down, and if I'm 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 a, I'm part of your run game too. So I'm not you know you know how like you have these tight ends that play receiver and they split most, but they they try to pay him as a tight end. Like no 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 no, I spend a lot of time at receiver, bro. So like Daniel Jones can 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 add that to his cap. Like hey man, I, I'm the modern day quarterback. So if you if you lose Daniel Jones, not only do you lose his productivity as far as his 3,200 uh, yards passing, which isn't great, but you also lose his 700 yards rushing, which means you got to try and get that 700 yards from somewhere. Is Saquon Barkley going to rush for 2,000? Because he rushed for 1,300, so now you're 700 short. So you have to ask yourself, is the combination of Daniel Jones and another running back more effective than Saquon Barkley and Jimmy G? And I always say, Daniel Jones, because of his youth, he's still being molded. Daniel Jones, because of his ability to run the football and be a modern-day quarterback, I think his value is more important than Saquon. So if you have to lose Saquon Barkley, you're a little upset with Daniel Jones because you lose a, a, a fan favorite. But you also say, you know what? He's the quarterback. And right now, Daniel quarterback, you know, Daniel Jones to me is right at Kirk Cousins' level. But at the end of the day, Kirk Cousins can never go up. Daniel Jones can improve. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. so he's Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is Kirk Cousins. He's uh, he's um, Jimmy G right now. You're talking about level now. You're not comparing them as players, right? I'm saying level. I'm You're saying, saying like, like, they, like he, tier, sitting, like where yeah. they belong in, in quarterback yeah. tiers. Yeah, he's sitting around 15, 16, right around that third tier. But he can move up to a second tier, right? Imagine what we saw. From year one to year two with Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Can Daniel Jones not run the ball just as good as Jalen Hurts? Well, he's been proven to be a guy that's very effective when he runs the ball. That's why the comparison's like a, you know, like a, 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 a knockoff. Uh, yeah, like a knockoff version of Josh Allen. Yeah, but he can, he can run. Would you be surprised if they, if, if they get a better offensive line if Daniel Jones rushes for 1,000 yards? 1,000 yards? He's at 700. What's 300 more yards if you have a great offensive line? Is that what you want from your quarterback? It's not what you want, but the ability to do that means that the RPO game is real. Like, cause he, this is the thing about Daniel Jones. He's really a traditional quarterback, right? He's a big, tall, 6'5", in right. the pocket, mm-hmm. sit back, scan the field, throw the ball down the field, throw the ball on time, great arm talent. But then he gives you that element that you can't teach. Like, He's fast but not elusive, I think. Isn't that fair to say? He's pretty yes. fat. I don't know. I wouldn't call but, him but, elusive, but, but, though. But I tell you what. You know who else is not elusive? Jalen Hurts. He's a straight-line guy, too. He's strong as hell. That's the difference there. But he's still not as big as Daniel Jones. No. Not as tall. So, right. And so, so I, I just don't yes. know if I'm paying a guy $45 million, do I really listen, want 45. him running the ball that much? Listen, I, I'd like it as a – see, to me – that's the other part of it. You're, you're, and you're selling the skill set, which I, that's what you should do on that side. On, on the agent side, you sell the skill set. Oh, man, he could do this. He could do that. But I'm looking at it as I'm giving you $45 million. I need you available. And if, you're, if we're going to talk about so, how much you're going to run the ball. Well, well, tell me this. 
I'd rather that just be a weapon that is there that keeps the defense honest, but it's not going to be something I'm making like a a, a main focal point, well, like what Justin Fields became well, in well, Chicago. Well, 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 tell me this. Daniel Jones has rushed the ball 292 times in his career. How many games has he missed? Uh, he's been pretty durable. So what are we talking about then? But he's also young. So what are we talking about then? Right? What are we? T- what if if he gives you all that? He doesn't get knocked out. He gets out and he and he slides or gets out and he trips when he gets up to twenty one <laughs> miles an hour. We did see we did see that. Right. Yeah, we did see him trip. But but he got up to damn near twenty two miles an hour. So <laughs> I think because he looks right, like so a your dude answer that wears to doctors. this yes. just just to be clear, your answer is yes. yes. He is worth it. Yes, and this is what I'm saying. Okay, and this is what our listeners have to consider. All right, well, let's see what they have to say. 800-919-3776. We begin with William in Manhattan. Go ahead, William. Good gentlemen. Good afternoon. I love how Bob breaks everything down. You guys are the free- you guys are the best. Bob with the football, Han, you break down basketball to the T. Love it. Appreciate it. Well, I disagree with the Daniel Jones thing, man, and I'm a Giants fan. I, I believe blue. But $45 million, and if you do that, Bob, you said earlier in the year, we might lose players on the defensive side. We might lose Saquon. So what are we going to get from him? If we do that, I should say rebuild, like you said at the beginning of the year, and we should take it from there. So, Thank so, you, guys. So, William, don't go nowhere, William. William. Oh, so, what's up? What's up? What's I, need, up? I need to ask you this. So, if that's the okay. case, if you're saying rebuild, that means you go from making the playoffs and going to the second round to not going. That's what we're talking about? It's, because Dallas is going to get better. Washington's going to get better. I think you're going to have to go that route, by, um, Bar. It's like you said, like we overachieved this um, this this past year. So now, what are we going to do? We're going to we're going to cut Leonard Williams, right? We're going to have to pay. No, no, you, you restructure. You restructure. No, no, no. You restructure Leonard Williams, and you 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 okay. the cap hit. But this is the thing. And what are we going to do with Dexter Lawrence? We got to pay him too, right? No, yeah, no. He he came out, you just tag it. No, you you pick up his fifth year option, just like Quentin Williams and with the Jets. He's not a free agent. So what you also do is when you look at when you look at it, you have to ask yourself: Do you want is Saquon Barkley that important? Is a twenty-six-year-old well? That's what you're back, telling us. See, see yeah, to I'm me, this, you, this this whole thing, your whole thing about Daniel Jones is about is more about Saquon than it is Daniel Jones. Yes, like you're saying, I'd rather give him the money and keep him and secure all that, and then and then have to tell Saquon. You know, find somewhere else to go because Giants, we're not going to pay you. Yeah, Giants love affair with a often injured running back is amazing because I told you even with him getting all that productivity last year, it's right there with most rookies that came in. Yeah, you Brees Hall would have had a better year. Kenneth Walker had a better year. Like P- Pierce, right? All the best running backs in the league weren't first round draft picks. No, you have said that. Let's continue with the calls. Let's go to Lewis in the car on this. Go ahead, Lewis. Hey, okay, great, great. Thanks for having, thanks for having me on, guys. I call all the time. I never, I always end up just listening to you guys on my phone because I don't want the radio, my car radio, to mess up the show. But um, I, I, I want to go back to touch on that whole Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley thing. First and first and foremost, when they got Daniel Jones, everybody was like, "Oh, Daniel Jones, he sucks." And I'm like, "No, nah, there's something with this kid. He can run, he can throw. There's something with him." And and we had Saquon. I, I love Saquon. You know what I'm saying? But now Dane Jones has one good season, and now we're saying, oh, we need to pay him $40 million and all this other stuff because we missed out on uh, doing the, the fifth-year signing. 
My thing is this. I love the Angels and all that, but why is it that they automatically saying he got to get this much money off of one season? Like, they're just, they're just saying, okay, he's not going to fall back. He's not going to do what he did the, the previous well, season. He's just automatically just thinking that. Like, we just automatically just saying well, that that's going to happen. And the other well, thing well, with Saquon Barkley, I just say one more thing and let me go. The other thing with Saquon Barkley is, Saquon Barkley is not just a regular run-of-the-mill running back. Yeah, we drafted him too high, all that, but if we wouldn't have drafted him there, somebody else definitely would have snatched him up. Because he's not just... He's just a running back. Oh, he just oh, is he, he is does he, a lot he, of he does a lot of great things on the football field. Is he, he Christian McCaffrey? Huh? Is, Excuse me. Is, is he Christian McCaffrey? He's he's on that level. He's on right. that level. What happened to Christian McCaffrey? What happened to Christian McCaffrey? What, they what traded him. They traded him. And they did. And what happened with the team? What happened to the team? They traded him too. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for Brock Purdy getting hurt, they might have so, beat the Eagles because of, because of adding Christian McCaffrey. So, so you, you can't say, just be. But so, this is my whole thing. We're on a team that don't even have weapons as it is, and to just say we're going to just get rid of one of our one of our best weapons. Okay. that's kind of crazy thinking in it, within itself. Hmm. I, I wish there was a way we could figure out. I know we can't because the way the contract and things are set up, we can't figure it out. It's, we're going to have to pay somebody, and we're going to end up losing somebody, and it's going to be sad. But I just wish we could just keep both of them. That's my whole point. Thank you, Lewis. Lewis, that, blame, blame Dave Gettleman for paying well, Leonard Williams that type of money, for bringing yeah, in Blake yeah. Martinez, for bringing in Kenny Galladay. Blame yeah. them. Yeah. But no, the I reality think- is running backs don't age well. No. And you're talking about a running back that's already been injured three out of the five years. You think as you get older and you take more hits, you get more healthier? Who is he, Frank Gore? He's the only dude that got healthier as he got older. It's amazing too, right? 800-919-3776. We'll continue with your calls on this topic, of course, because you can hear the passion already in the Giants fans. You might have to make a choice. And that's the worst part. When they're homegrown players, you get two of them, and they grow up together, and they finally start to show some of their potential – you got a decision to make because you can't keep everybody. And I've always, that's my biggest complaint about the hard cap. It always drives me crazy. It's the beauty of the hard cap. It's the beauty, but it's also the frustration of it. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. 
Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. De La Soul did a celebration, obviously, of, uh, of, of Dave, who passed away. And But everybody came out. And if you, Bart, did you see any videos? Have you seen anything did, from man. the show? I didn't. They all showed up and showed up. I mean, it was yeah, it was unbelievable. Like the whole generation showed up, and it was it was wild. That's why I love that, especially so the old hip hop man. They 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 show up for each other, and they unfortunately kind of get into that age where like we lose some great ones a little bit too early. Yeah. Lost Biz Marquee, you know what I mean? We lose a couple people early, but they always represent and show because these are the forefront, the fathers of of you know of hip hop. Mm. You know what I mean? And finally, like, hip-hop's 50 this year, right? So that yep. talks about everybody else and how how they age it, man. And it's it's great to watch them age gracefully and, you know, seeing Rock Kim sometimes and seeing some of the OGs, man, because they don't get the credit that they deserve and they didn't make the money that the other guys made. But, man, I'm glad when we pay homage to them. So I love things like that. Yeah. And, now, I mean, you know, the voice you heard there coming in, obviously that's a Tribe Called Quest and that's uh, – Five Dog was not with us anymore either, speaking of somebody not with us. But that generation of music and De La Soul, a big part of that, um, you know, is just something, like I said, it's a shame, like you said, that we have to wait for someone to pass away for us to recognize them or, or to think about great memories of what that music brought. But the, the, the celebration last night, like from everything I saw, the place was packed. Now it was free. Um, but the but the people that came out on stage, the stars that were there, it was unbelievable. So, just a cool thing that happened last night in New York City. 800-919-3776 is the number. Before we get into the Jets side of things on the whole quarterback story, let's continue on the Giants side. If you're just joining us, so, so reports at Daily News saying that the idea that Daniel Jones is looking for $45 million or more, go with the or more. Because that's what they're reporting, is that they're hearing that that's what he's looking for. And I just asked Bart a simple question. Had nothing to do with the market and what quarterbacks are being paid, all this stuff. I just said simply, is he worth it? When you consider all the, the residual effect of him getting a contract like that could have on the roster involving Dexter Lawrence, involving Saquon Barkley, involving getting wide receiver help that they desperately need. And Bart said, yes, he is. Jeff in Long Island. Jeff, how are you feeling about this? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Uh, I think that uh, the Giants have a little bit more leverage with this franchise tag uh, looming over the contract, not only because no player wants to play on the franchise tag, but that's $32 million guaranteed against the cap this year. So if he's going to bet on himself and play under the franchise tag, that's $32 less million for them to get support around him. So what kind of a statistical year is he going to come off? Hey, they're not playing the AFC South again. So their schedule is harder. Mm-hmm. B, Saquon's gone at that point. No franchise tag. And, uh, you know, I think that could draw the negotiations a little bit closer. Um, this 40-45 number, too. Yeah, it's a big, scary number, but a long-term deal they can structure. It can be 15 against the cap this year, 25 next year. Um, it's about the guaranteed money. It's about void years. They, they can get creative with it. So, you so know. So uh, what are you saying? It, are you saying you think they should give them the money? I think they should give him the money. I think they can get something done in the middle, but I don't think 40 is a non-starter. Like, wait till Justin Herbert signs a contract. What's Jalen Hurts going to get? Like, well, in yeah. three years, you know, the cap, it's not going to look that bad. Jeff, you're, 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 you're spot on because, mm-hmm. like, when Patrick Mahomes got 
you know, 450 million. Now he's the sixth or the or the fifth or sixth highest paid quarterback in the league. So it's, it's one of those things. Like, see, what people don't realize is the salary cap's going up. So 45 is really the new 40. Yeah. Right? So, like, they have to understand that. And they still have ability. Even they put him on a franchise tag because they've made the cuts to Kenny Galladay. They, they got wiggle room. And they, I, I believe Leonard Williams is going to be – you know, in line for uh, a restructuring. Restructure. Before you, before you know it, now, right on time, remember, uh, Andrew Andrew Thomas is about to be up, and he's playing excellent now. Like, he gave mm-hmm. you three bum years, and then now he's playing like he's one of the highest-rated tackles. So he figured you know, it out. Right. Figured it out right on time. Before you know it, Evan Neal's right behind him. You know, so you have to try and get some of these guys signed earlier than later. And yeah, I they think, didn't do know, that with Daniel Jones, right? Daniel Jones, they let it go right to the fifth-year option because they wanted to assess, and now and they, they got to face up. free agency, which is different. You know? Yeah, and with the cap going up, too, I, I've been seeing that with the revenue from the sports gambling coming in. Like, it's going to jump in the next two to three years. Like, they're going to – Well, there's that, that and obviously all the broadcast deals. You know, yeah, that's we, we, we're going to have, have a $60 million quarterback before it's all said <laughs> and you, done. And it might you, be, that might be Justin – that might be uh, Trevor Lawrence. If he continues on the trajectory, you think uh, Burrow's going to – because there's only a certain amount of quarterbacks that have the cachet – to, to set the market, mm-hmm. right? So we know that Justin Herbert is going to reportedly get uh, five years, uh, $49 million a year, and I think that number is at $49.6 million a year. So that means Lamar Jackson is going to get more than that. So that means Jalen Hurts may get equal to that, right? Uh, and then that means Joe Burrow is going to say, I'm better than all of them. And then Patrick Mahomes is going to say, hey, I just won a two-time MVP. I think I need more annual a year. And it probably ends up at like $58 million a year. And then if Trevor Lawrence, you know, balls out, he's the only guy that got the cachet to take it past there. But I think in two to three years, or I think in two years, we'll have a $60 million a year quarterback. Well, I mean, if the cap keeps going up, of course, right? That's still the, the, the most valuable position. Not even about the cap. On because the field. If, if I'm better than the guy that that got paid last or just as good, then I have to get paid more. That's just how it is. That's how it's always been. So on the other side of things in this town, there's the Jets. And the Jets situation, Bart, is a wait and see, right? Yeah. Like we're in that wait and see mode with the Jets. It is on like like Derek, all the conversation around Derek Carr just feel like, and we've heard this, Jeremy Fowler was saying this recently as well, is that the Saints are ready now. Like they're ready to commit. They're all in on Derek Carr. They got the relationship there already. He's already visited with them, but he's met with the Jets. Do you find it interesting that if Derek Carr has in the bank a deal to go to with a coach he already knows, to a franchise like New Orleans in that division, which is, I mean, you could argue it's pretty much up for grabs. Yep. The fact that he's saying, I'm going to just hit pause on this for a minute, what does that tell you? That tells you that he wants to make sure that once the Aaron Rodgers saga is over, <clears throat> once Aaron Rodgers saga is over, that he's mm-hmm. the last one standing, and then that he can be able to have opportunities to be like the pretty girl in the room now, right? He's the, he's the, he's the most eligible bachelor in the room. And until you do that, because right now he knows that he's not the Jets' first priority, but he knows if Aaron Rodgers goes back to Green Bay, that he becomes the Jets' first priority, which gives him leverage against the Saints which gives them also leverage with the Panthers because the Panthers reportedly met with them too. So you have to ask yourself, like for him, playing a waiting game is actually smart because guess what? Also, some of these guys are going to get paid money. So then 
you know, he's going to look at all the guys that get paid money and the, the market going up and his, his value is only going to go up. I think patience is a virtue right now for him because if you go sign something, it could cost you 4 to $5 million annually once, like, all these markets get set with the five quarterbacks that we know are about to get paid. So you want to see what the, what the market sets before you sign as a free agent? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you, such a free agency for. period is, is really still to come. But I, I find it interesting, though, that because the weren't the reports that the Jets were giving were, – like, they were saying, oh, the most we're going to do is, like, 30 – yeah, but if he's the only guy there and they, everybody knows they got to get a veteran quarterback and Ryan Tannehill's not available, who the hell are they going to sign? That 30 becomes, yeah, you're going to give me whatever you want because the mandate is for the Jets to get a veteran quarterback that can play at a high level. If he's the only one left and he's like, nah, I'm good, then See, what are you going to do? I thought you were going to go with what you were telling me in, you know, off the air which is the situation in New Orleans might not be as palpable for him. Who yeah. let, Let's be honest. Derek Carr can't go – like, he could go to certain franchises that might pay him more, but, like, if the cupboard's bare, yeah, how bad does it look for him? And, and I mean, you got to be at a point if you're Derek Carr where you're like, all right, I do want to get paid, but i got to do some winning in this league. Yeah. And he hasn't really game. done that. Yeah. And then Vegas has just been a disaster for him, obviously, on, on many levels where it's coaching changes and, and people changing, and then what happened last year, even worse – so I'm wondering if he sees That's the Jets as a better opportunity despite the fact that they aren't offering him maybe as much as he thought he could get. And he might say, you know what, though? That could make me money down the road if I go there and actually get my career on track when it comes to winning because they got some talent there that I can work with. And so I'm willing to wait instead of taking the sure thing in New Orleans – I'll wait out Aaron Rodgers because if he decides whatever he's doing and it doesn't end up being the Jets – that like the like he might be the Jets' second choice, but yeah. the Jets might be his first choice. That's what I'm reading out of this part. Yeah, because you look at look at Kirk Cousins, right? When Kirk Cousins came up after the guaranteed three three year deal, they were like, "Ah, uh, we gotta sign him. Who else we gonna get?" The Jets, right? No, no, no. Kirk Cousins, Minnesota. So Minnesota. Min- Minnesota no, no, no. You remember that that whole thing was the Jets were giving him oh, yeah. thirty a year, which yeah. at that time was a ridiculous amount of money, and he remember he was hedging on that. Because it was all like Minnesota wouldn't go there. Right. Remember, Minnesota wouldn't go to that number. And remember when he they had that audio of him and his wife talking about it. And all he wanted was Minnesota to get a little bit closer. And he was going there because that was a better opportunity for him. Right. To, to win. They had more talent. And I think the Derek Carr thing might be the same situation. Where the Saints are the Jets in this story. And the Jets are the Vikings. It's, it's exactly that. Right. And because, listen... Cam Jordan is getting older. Demario Davis is older. Tyron Matthews is older. You got you got um, you know uh, Thomas can't. Michael Thomas can't stay healthy, and he might be on, on the move. You never know. Right, right. right. Michael Thomas. They, they've Alvin Kamara has been in yeah. some trouble. Right. So like you look at that. Like the Jets are are a cheap young team that he can grow into because he wants. Listen, he's a quarterback. He's thirty years old. He's expecting probably to play another seven. Right. So that means he may get this and an extension. So why would I want to go to a place where the cover is going to be bare in two years and all I'm stuck with is Chris Olave and, you know, uh, uh, Trevor Penny. They got some okay players, but they already walked away and lost Marcus Williams last year because they couldn't afford him to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting story going on there. One of our experts believes, though, on the Rodgers side of things that we might we might have some conclusion pretty soon because what he's seeing tells us that Rodgers – might not be going back to Green Bay. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. The Daisy experience. Um, but Dave Chappelle was there. He's Chappelle, Chappelle did like a little set, and then he, they did a countdown at midnight when they were going to drop the thing. Queen Latifah was there performing on stage. Now, you know what what, what she's been doing lately has been a far, like It feels like she's so far away from her days when Over she was MC. in hip-hop, right? But it's all, it, it never goes away, though. Her, LL. Her, Moni Love, they were together. They performed. Kami. Common. Com, Common was there. And Chuck D. KRS-One. Q-Tip, we played him before. And then you had, of course, all the DJs. D-Nice, Red Alert, Clark Kent. Like, it was... Damn, I should have went. I, I told you. You and I were in the studio. I'm like... Why didn't you go? I why really didn't you convince go to me? Because it was a little bit later. And you know me. I'm old. <laughs> you come for the first part? <laughs> like, I'd be there in the beginning. I'd miss all the good stuff. Yeah. So, this, so But Chuck, Chuck, put some, Chuck put some pictures out, and, and I was like, man, I should have went. But he laughed at me because I told him I'm old. But it's like... I also, you know me, in that room, I'd be the guy that's like, who doesn't, one of these things do not look like the other. One of these uh, things do not be, belong. You'd be That'd sitting there be with me. What's, what's, what's our boy name? Uh, the comedian? I don't know. That loves hip hop? There's a lot of them. No, nah, you're talking about the comedian, man. That's part of the, the white comedian that always be getting in beefs and stuff. Oh, Michael, oh, Michael Rappaport. Yeah, Michael Rappaport. Yeah. Oh, he'd be there, <laughs> but he wouldn't care. <laughs> he he wouldn't care that he didn't look the part. You just but say, I mean, you look at I'm me and my with, with, with you know again with my nice hair and like I can't. Like, you put me in that. Everybody look at me like, uh, are you lost? <laughs> Come in here with your nice hair. What your starch collar? What <laughs> exactly? Your, your slacks? What what? Your penny slacks? What you call them slacks? <laughs> your hush puppies? What what? <laughs> your hair gel? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> You and your L.A. looks. But you better have Hair bars. gel looking all crispy. Oh, my God. It's true, but you, you I don't know. Bars. Like, now I really regret not being there. Hey, you know what's funny? You know how we talk about it, it was like some reports that, hey, the, the Jets are even considering, like, what would happen if they have to go try and get Geno Smith, right? Because we know, we, know we know that Seattle could potentially move up. Right, because they have two first round draft picks. If it's a guy that they think is a guy, right, and they got they, their young team, they got and Geno was supposed to be the re, this was supposed to be the reset year, it was supposed to be a rebuild year, and they so they they lucked up and, and, and killed the draft. But how about Geno Smith back to the Giants? Like all possibilities, all things. Listen, we always say it sounds crazy until it happens. Um, it is so many different scenarios out you there. You understand that every time you do that. Every time you do that, give him the gas face. That's what a Jets or Giants fan does. You understand that, right? Like when you bring up the idea of the alternative is Geno Smith under center week one. There's I can I will we cannot find a single Jets or Giants fan that'll be like, yeah, I'll do that. 
But who played better last year? Geno Smith? Under- I understand, but you realize, though, the optics of that ain't selling anything. Well, the optics could be a a indication of the future, right? Because we're talking about, hey, we can't come up with a long-term deal for Daniel Jones, so he may be out of there. Then the the, the it could be another quarterback that leaves your franchise that goes and become a great player. Same for the Jets, right? You know, what if you say, okay, well, we're going to go get Derek Carr, so this means that Zach Wilson is gone. He sits behind somebody for a while, and he becomes Geno Smith. If Derek Carr leads me to uh, – I mean, I don't, I don't – I wouldn't feel that way. The only thing that makes me feel like the Jets would – Yeah, if he, if, he, if he sucks, it's a problem. And you're right. But I still like, hold on to the – and that's why, Bart, that's why the Aaron Rodgers stuff is sense. something I am willing to dig in on and wait it out because this, to me, is the only chance. Like here, Dan Olowski, our good friend from ESPN Radio – and the indications he's getting about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is done with the Packers. And I feel like the Packers are done with Aaron Rodgers. And I feel like that's okay. It's time. It's it's time for both parties. It's time hearing Gutenkunst, their general manager's comments about Jordan Love. It just feels like they both are ready to go their separate ways. I think if Aaron wants to keep playing football, which I do think he is going to do, those teams that are interested in having him play have to make it very clear. You're all in or you're not. You know, We want you, but not. we don't want 50% of you. You are going to be here and you're going to be a part of our offseason program because here's the thing that's most important, us winning, not you playing well. Yeah, us winning is really you have the best chance of that with a guy like that. And Bart, that's why the Jets just sit there and wait. You can't tell Aaron Rodgers he got to come. Like him go to OTAs and and stuff. Like what are you talking about? Like it's going to be people Well, you could tell him. It doesn't mean he's going to do it. Exactly. Oh, you're going to be here. You can't tell me what the hell I would do, man. Like I come to what's mandatory. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, and like Aaron Rodgers is going to say, listen, last year was my worst year of my career, and it's usually the average of other people's career. Don't you ever disrespect <laughs> me and tell me you got to be a hundred percent in? If like, I were the wide I'm receivers, in. see, to me, if I'm like Garrett Wilson, you gonna fly the, out to him? I, that's what I would do. You fly to him. I would bug him. Uh, where Where are you going to be? Where are you going to be? We're gonna We're gonna We're gonna join you. Not like you organize it. If I were those, if I were the wide receivers. I would say, like, that's how you're a leader. If you're Garrett Wilson, you're a leader. You go, Elijah Moore and everybody else. We, how many receivers do we even have now? I, I, I only know of two. Because we're going to cut Braxton Berry. Is Hills. Denzel Mims gone? Nah, he's still on the contract. All right, so Mims. So those three at the very least. And the, 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 I would, I would the say to him. Conklin. I would tell him, that I would, you know what? Let's get together and let's go find him. And we're going to go wherever he is. If he's, if he's shooting a week worth of Jeopardy in Hollywood. Well, I'm there. Well, you can't We're there, be, and we'll find a field. And, yeah. and, hey, Aaron, when you're off air, you come and join us, and we're going to be at this field working out. Come throw to us. Yeah, like, that's – right? Why, why, why would you wait for him to decide that. it? Yeah, you you don't decide. Don't for that one. You don't have to twist my arm for that one. To go to Hollywood. Come out to L.A. We'll yeah, Cole, to LA sorry. Us and all the receivers <laughs> – and Zach Wilson will probably – the crazy thing is, Zach Wilson will probably why be out there, too. Why not? That's what I'm saying. If you want that to happen, instead of always saying, you got to come here, no, man, we'll go to you. We'll go to you. Because Zach, Wil- Zach Wilson will probably be right there as well. 800-919-3776 is the number. We'll keep the calls rolling on the, on the quarterback conversation because also uh, some controversy in Baltimore, Bart, that we got to keep an eye on as well as you know, things happening there with the Ravens. We'll know by Tuesday also about the Lamar Jackson situation. Maybe he suddenly becomes part of the Jet conversation. But I want to ask this question. I asked it at the top of the hour. I'm going to ask it as we get into the second hour. Is it too early? to be excited 
about a prospect during spring training. Oh, God. Because, as Gettleman once said, I'm in full bloom love. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.